ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had taken his bodybuilding as far as he could. After winning a record seventh Mr. Olympia title, he retired. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. As a child, her ambition was to become a dancer. As good fortune would have it, she became a princess instead. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. <laughs> it's just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. Please. You're off. Ready or not, it's Pat Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. <laughs> dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. It's love and time. Oh! <laughs> oh! Hi. Is this working? Do we know if this is working? Happy New Year, almost, Pat Cashman. Thank you, Lisa Foster, if that is your name. And welcome to everybody. Thank you for joining us. We've never done this before. Uh, I know it's hard to tell, but we've never done this yeah. before. And it's only happening because of the brilliant Dave Tavers. Let, let me tell you a, a thing about Dave Tavers first. John. I know he'd be embarrassed. He's probably really recoiling at this mention of his name right now. But nonetheless... Uh, we would never have done this podcast. And I, and if you'd asked me, when did you begin this podcast? Uh, I would have said, eh, two years ago, maybe, maybe not. Right. And then you told me, Lisa, that it's been eight years. Is that right? Yes. Eight years. Feels like 80, but it has was, been eight years. Was I here the whole time or because I, most of the not. time, most of the yeah. time you were. So, so Dave Taver's name is spelled, for those of you who are keeping notes, T-A-V-R-E-S. So you would think it would be French, Tavre, Tavre. But he goes with Tavers, and I think, really? I mean, you could do, mo- you could, you could pronounce it a million ways, but Tavers is just like tavern or something. It's just like throwing the name away when he is such a uh, distinguished, remarkable human. It should be Tavre, David Tavre. <laughs> that's how you should pronounce his name. And so right here, right now, I'm saying that's how we pronounce his name from now on. Duly it's noted. Done. We're not putting it up to a vote. Finished. Okay. All right. You doing okay? Yeah. Happy New Year. Uh, 2020 is almost in the rear view mirror. And uh, I think it's hopefully going to be a better year next year. It was a tough year. It was you a tough year. I feel like I need, I just feel like I need a nap all the time. I just yeah. feel like I need to nap. Just it is have true. some bubbly and, and have what an are you ser- Seriously, what are you drinking right there? Vodka. Are you really? <laughs> Why does that surprise you? No, I, I mean, I thought, you know, it's. Hold on, hold on. It's virtually morning. I have some friends in Texas. not 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 in I don't know there's a somewhere it's already 2021 so yeah, <laughs> here's yeah, to probably. that I have some friends in uh, in Australia I think it's 2021 Yeah I have some friends in Green Bay Wisconsin who a uh, fellow who occasionally listens to the podcast now they legitimately at 2 p.m. I believe it is there right now or 204 they could be indulging but uh and I'm not going to 
back to pompous or pious here because I am actually having this thing. It's called blackberry apple currant, and, and it is um, an alcoholic beverage. It's good. Yay. It's really good. But, I'm really happy that you're drinking. Normally, I'd be having uh, bourbon at this time of day, but I thought I'd better scale it back a little bit because we have to be coherent for the next hour or so. And yep. we thank you people so much for joining us. You people. That sounded like, you know. Yeah. Um, what I'm what I'm saying is um, the only reason this thing's been going on for eight years is because there are a handful of people like that that uh, encourage us to keep going. Sometimes people mm -hmm. send money as it doesn't have to be a huge amount. Sometimes it's only $500. Sometimes yeah. it's, you know, sometimes it's uh, $750. Uh, even the biggest check we got was $1.3 million. Yeah. And uh, that was from Larry. Thank you. Of course, it's from Larry. <laughs> and uh, thank you for that, Larry. But uh, uh, yeah. I couldn't keep the whole thing. So I gave part of it to the poor. And, and me. I realized, wait a minute, and I'm me. the poor. So I kept the whole thing. Yeah, so there you go. We did have a lot of wonderful contributors this year yeah. uh, and in years past. And I'm hoping I don't miss anybody because Elise, I did. I'm sorry. I want you to get to that. I got, I got to take care of something. I should have done this before we started. I'm so sorry. We're Can alive you, right you know? now though, Pat. We're, this is not I know. taped. We I know, can't but cut, I, we can't I cut this part out. I know. Can you can wait? You, you can't wait an hour. Uh, We're going to be done in an hour. I guess I can wait a little longer, but I don't recommend it. Um, Do you have to go to the bathroom? I didn't Did say that. I just, I just have to step aside for a second. Would you mind? I guess wait, I don't have a choice. I'm sorry. I cannot wait. No, I can't. I'm sorry. So very sorry. He should have muted his mic, is what she, he should have done. Okay.
Okay. All right. Boy, those those gardenias take a lot of water. I'm telling you. Wow. But I can't believe they're still growing in the winter time. So it's wow. Great. So you were about to say. I don't remember. I have no idea. Oh, I no know. No idea. You were going to thank uh, our supporters. That's right. That's right. Both yeah. athletic and otherwise. Yeah, I. It's really really nice of folks to send in in money to you know. The amount of money it costs to keep the peculiar podcast yacht. Yeah, you, you've going. never actually talked about this before. How much money does it take for the yacht? Just the yacht, it, like monthly, it's like a hundred grand just to keep. You know. Yeah, you know it, we have a full we have a full staff on the yacht and all that. Yeah, you know the so, more I think about it, the the less. Uh, the less I think it is appropriate for us to have a yacht for a podcast. What? Why? No, I mean, think about it. We've never gone out on the yacht. Well, I went out true, crabbing. true, but it's just a status symbol. I know, but it, it, it sounds pompous. It just seems... Uh, yes. It seems like it we're is. way above everybody else. And we we're are. Not, yeah. We're, we're at the same yeah. height. And here's the people who helped us do that this year. And again, I hope I didn't leave anybody's name out. If you did, send, I a, hope you bl- did. send a blistering email to Pat. That's who you should send it to. Hmm. So first of all, we want to thank Lynn Barker. She is a... Uh, a or as I call her, Lynn. <laughs> she has contributed at almost a million dollars this year. Barbara Buck, we want to thank you as well. Thanks Mary, Mary Wisby, is that how we say her name? Wisby? That's not how I say it, but how do you say it? Wisby. Uh, what's what's Wisby. her first name? Wisby. Mary Wisby. Wis Wisby. Wisby is a verb, Capitano- meaning sort of light and flowery and. Joe wisp. Capitano, I think I'm mangling his name as well. Um, Lisa Donaldson, thank you, Lisa. She's also Way to nail that one. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline, Jacqueline Staley, Glenda Conkle, or as I call her, Jacqueline Staley Lee, <laughs> Clinton Horner, J- uh, Tim Langston. Thank you so much. Uh, Dave, I think it's Beegman, Beeg or Begaman or Bigaman or Babugaba. Doing your research. Uh, Alan Christensen, uh, Dylan Big Baum. Al. Yeah. Big Dylan Al. Bumbarger. Not to, be, uh, not to be confused with Big Gal. Yeah. Who, uh, is just this hugely exotic woman that supports our podcast, and we appreciate that. <laughs> and then Mary Koch and Patricia Wilson. Did you say so, Mary Koch? Koch. 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 Sorry. With a, K, with a K. With a K. With a K. Yeah. Thank you. So, I mean, that, yeah, that thank is. Thank you, guys. That's the top of the iceberg on all the yeah. people who've yeah. been Thank so you generous guys. to us. Awesome. Thank you. So here we are, and we did this in the shank of the holiday season. Uh, thanks to you, Lisa, and especially to David Tavre for making this happen. We've never tried this before. Next time we do a live a video thing, we're, we're going to try to figure out how we can take live interactive uh, messages from you and that mm-hmm. you could... you anybody listening and watching could could be on with us but right now we're putting our toe in the water and this is what we've got this time around but we did ask for your questions your comments your uh, brickbats 
your uh, <laughs> yeah. rude and, and scurrilous remarks, and we have some of them here. And, and uh, we also want to thank uh, Maureen Salashore as well. She oh, yeah. does all of our, you say it like you've never heard of her. <laughs> Poor Maureen. Oh, yeah, no, no, Maureen. No, no I did No, of course. She does all our social media for us. She's gotten the word out about today's live episode. And uh, she's just a wonderfully dedicated. And, and she, does it for no reason at she all. Does, that I she doesn't do. even, we don't even give her any of the million dollars that we get. From the contributors, we. Don't I did. Even I did her... let her. Uh, let her. Di- I did let her uh, bring up the anchor on the yacht one time. But yeah, I that, think I gave her a dollar once because yeah. it just fell out of my pocket and I didn't. And what did she it? do? She blew it on candy. So that's why you don't get any more money, Maureen. Yeah. So think about anyway, it. So we want to say thanks to her as well. So yeah, did we get some questions and comments? Uh, Dave and I put together the Dave put together the Google form and, David, and so the. Yes. And the final question on, on there, I just put, uh, was what's that smell? And a lot of people answered it. So, um, that was a stupid bit we did on the radio. I know. I thought it'd be fun if we just put that on there. In my desperation to try and come up with something to fill airtime back in the day when we did a radio, radio show, uh, that was it. What's that smell? And people were creative. They, (laughs) you didn't have to explain it. People just dove into it. We had a, we had a very funny, tongue-in-cheek, savvy, witty audience. We may not have, they you know, were. when you think about it, uh, and and uh, program directors would tell us all the time, you guys, your audience is very wide, but it's not very deep. And I thought, <laughs> you know, how many deep and wide and, and smart people are there on this planet? Not many. So if we have the only the smart and witty people... That that's not going to translate into huge ratings. Not a lot, big number, because there aren't a lot right. of people like that. Right. We'll take what we got because we yeah. like we like uh, we like it. Yeah, we like it. That's what I a say. Lot. A lot. We'd still be employed if I didn't say that. But <laughs> um, let me uh, let me read a couple questions I have, Lisa, and then you can. But before we get to that. Um, you know, I was just watering that gardenia a moment ago. Yes, I. You know um, what I saw? I slip? heard. Yeah. Did you? Oh, I yeah. I yeah. Sorry. Right. Um, we uh, we have a butterfly in our house. He's been here for months. He goes from room to room, and uh, including that gardenia. I just think it's kind of weird. We got a couple three inches of snow outside, but we have this butterfly. Uh, swooping around in the house and huh. uh, become kind of a weird insect pet. I never have butterflies. I have spiders swooping around the house, but I don't ever have anything cool like a butterfly. In the winter, you have spiders in the winter. Spiders live all year long. They do. Hmm. Yeah, they I do. thought they went to Arizona or something. I didn't know that. That I've not. I wish them. they did. That'd be lovely, but they don't. I think the butterflies are eating them in this house. Anyway, I just thought it just... Is he, is the butter, can you, like, have you trained him? Can he make a, can you make a, make him come on camera? So, because you could be lying right now. I mean, I could say, yeah, yeah I got a... pretty good. I've got... I'll tell you what I have not seen around here since the butterfly arrived is that caterpillar that we had as a pet. <laughs> don't know where that went. But the butterflies, it just, it's a harbinger of springtime and better days to come. You mentioned a moment ago, let's go for 2021. I'm thinking we ought to leapfrog 2021 because it doesn't sound like it's going to at least start out that well. Let's go for 2022. Let's that's just go. No, that, 
that's no attitude to have. Oh, it's, sure it is. That's no. Mine. And I have it. No, I mean that's my attitude. You're usually the one that has the, the the positive attitude. I'm usually the one like, oh, what's the use? Let's just stop. So now, well, I, now I, I don't mean that as a defeatist me. attitude. I, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm trying to be an optimist here. Let's just uh, let's put our best uh, size thirteen forward and go ahead and just skip the year, which doesn't sound. Uh, I mean. Uh, not to put a damper on things, but uh, this pandemic sounds like it's getting uh, crazier. Yeah. Worse. And so let's just skip all of that and go ahead to look to 2022 when maybe you and I can get together and roast weenies. <laughs> I know. I haven't seen you in so long. I think it's interesting. Some folks think we are together when we're doing the podcast and we have not. I haven't seen you. It's been about 20 years, 25 mm -hmm. years. Yeah. I haven't seen you from till before you were born. You know what? I am approaching 40. You look good. You, you just don't good. know which direction I'm approaching 40 from. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. Yeah. And I also have some of the uh, top, I thought it'd be interesting just to see what people searched for on, on the internet, Google searches. Um, some of those things we can talk about. Some things might surprise you. Um, what the general searches were, the top news stories, games. What's that? No, nothing. Go ahead. Uh, people search for things near me. Do you ever do that? Like when you're looking for like liquor stores near me, you don't want to just like put in liquor stores because then one will pop up that's in Arizona. You're not in there. So they, the things that, that people search for near me. Right. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. Toilet mm. paper near me. People searched for that. I'm, it's fun. So anyway, we can get to some of these lists in a bit. Hello? You stopped all of a sudden. I said I we panicked. can get to I said we can get to some of these lists when I when heard that want. part. Yeah. Well, why don't we get to them now? I mean what Oh, because I thought you were gonna do some questions. Okay. Well, I'll do questions in a minute. I had some few comments uh first. Okay. Uh, I told you about the butterfly in the house. Um I got into a little bit of a contratem with some people, and I don't get on Facebook. Uh, not with this face, you don't get on there. Uh, but I, uh, people were uh, in the little chat room arguing about uh, the movie "It's a Wonderful Life," which I, uh, I don't care how many times I see that film, I fall apart every time. It makes me cry. I'm a grown man. I don't, I don't uh, apologize. Or the weepage, or the seepage, for that matter. But I, it just gets me every time. And uh, other people were saying, "I don't like that movie. It is stupid. It doesn't make me cry. I think it's dumb. It's preposterous." Well, yeah, it's a fantasy. Part of it is at least a fantasy. Mm -hmm. It's like three movies in one. Okay. Uh, am I interrupting? Okay. Yeah. It's like three movies in one. It uh, it starts out kind of light and it's a romance and he's he's kind of you know Jimmy Stewart. Oh gosh, that'd be nice. Yeah. And then and then he falls in love with Donna Reed and all that. Who wouldn't? And then it uh, then it becomes a different kind of and then it gets really dark uh, in its third act. Very dark. Yeah. Going to jump off a bridge and he's suicidal and stuff. Uh, but it never fails to get me every time. Uh, mm -hmm. The tears are, are real, genuine, <clears throat> copious. But there's a new book out uh, about Jimmy Stewart, and something I didn't know about him is that he 
uh, many people may know that he, uh, like a lot of Hollywood actors, dropped their careers and pretty good careers going in some cases to go fight in World War II. And Jimmy Stewart uh, flew planes and he went on bombing missions. And uh, he became, I think, at the end, a lieutenant colonel. But he uh, had the bombing missions took a toll on him, as you would guess they would for most people. And he, uh, he finally uh, had to end his time in the military after he had a nervous breakdown. So wow. then he comes back into the movie world again. And he's chastened by that. And he's affected by all of that. And so uh, according to this book, you can see the kind of release of all of his PTSD and his emotions mm. in some of those scenes in It's a Wonderful Life where he's, I want to live again. I want to live again. Uh, yeah. When you know that, watching that movie, I don't know how you could not be even more moved by it. It's mm. pretty great. And yeah. Great. It's an interesting story. Yeah, it is. It, it's pretty yeah. cool. Um, what else? Oh, and I'm going in all kinds of directions here. So please forgive me. I just saw a commercial this morning for a product called Pepto Diarrhea. Have you seen this commercial? No. That's the name of the product. Pepto oh, I have heard. It's a new Diarrhea. product by Pepto Bismol. It's guess. a new product. Yeah, I think it's a new product. They just... But the word diarrhea <laughs> is in the product name. And um, I don't know, maybe that's to get your attention when you rush into a drugstore and you have that malady and you're just <laughs> what are, I'm looking around. Oh, there's the word I'm looking for. Maybe you go right to it because it helps yeah. you find it. But I just hope this is not going to be a, a new trend where we're going to, I'm just asking you, since you know everything, uh, is that a good name? Do we want products called Pepto bleeding ulcer? Do we want <laughs> well, Pepto, it's, it's Pepto helpful. running sores? Do we want Pepto pus filled uh gash pepto diarrhea mm, yeah i don't know i think it's i think it's helpful because if i do have a, a pus filled gash yeah. i'm i'm not going to want to sit and think about and guess which products going to help me yeah I, you don't want to sit eat. and read read the symptoms diarrhea yeah. and i don't want to have to just yeah, grab I it need, and go yeah yeah. That especially, way I know. Especially for diarrhea. If it's Pepto constipation, you could wait a while. <laughs> you know, you can take true. your time, do a little but, research, study yeah. it. That, <laughs> right. All right. That was all I had with that. Um, <laughs> oh, and then finally, this. Um, and this has been going on for a couple of weeks when we got this, and it's fantastic that we now have um, the. Uh, uh, I'm zoning on the word uh, 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 for, 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 uh, for the, uh, hang on a second. <laughs> yeah, suburban. That we now have shots that we vaccines? think can vaccines? prevent uh, the. Uh, Are you talking us... about vaccines? Huh? I'm not familiar with that word. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe it is shots. I love shots. Let's have one. I cannot watch people getting shots on TV. I suddenly realized I can't watch. Every yeah, time they, I was I was thinking I about that on the news yeah. that they show that over and over. I'm not squeamish about shots at all. You can stick a needle in someone's eye and it doesn't bother me. There's other things that make me squeamish. But I know that there are people who actually have it's a it's a you know it's a, a reflex. It's a 
No. No, it's a phobia that they literally have of well, shots. A phobia is one thing. A reflex is another. And Right. But there uh, are people who have the a phobia. So yeah, My wife is a former nurse, and she says that it is predominantly men, males, that yes. have this reaction. And for me, it's getting my blood drawn. I used to just, they would, they'd take my blood and I just. That's why they have those big Barca loungers in the, in the phlebotomist office now. Yeah. They're, I'm like, these are really cushy chairs. She goes, yeah, they're for the guys who pass out when I take their blood. I'm like, cool. what? <laughs> that made me feel better to know that I wasn't the only guy, but. Yeah, I mean, it's I, pretty I much mean, all of you. Yeah, all I the went guys. Into, my wife and I, years ago, we went into the doctor's office because we were going to talk about me getting a vasectomy. And uh, and the doctor was just explaining it. So what we do is we cut the vas deferens uh. and then we kind of, and, and he's telling me this and I pass out while he's telling me. Yeah, that makes me That's squeamish. That's literally true. But needles and shots don't make me squeamish, but that makes me kind of squeamish. Well, have you ever? I don't think you want scissors near that there ever. I and I even had a coupon. You know, I could have gotten two vasectomies (laughs) for the price of one. Well, and here's the deal: maybe he was telling you that he should have just done it right then and there. You were passed out. It's like just right. You're probably right. (laughs) So I never did get a vasectomy as a result of being. How do you know you were passed out? You might have gotten one and didn't even know it. Nope, didn't get one. Um, (laughs) So uh, I. when they draw my blood, I just, I would swoon and I would get dizzy. So now if they take my blood, I, that's fine. Help yourself. And I go look over here. Yeah. No problem. I just can't watch my own bodily fluids coming out of my body. I think that's what it is. Any? I, it, I start. Any? Um, like all of I your can body? Handle- I can handle if I have a runny nose. I don't pass out for that, but otherwise, it's, uh, it's just blood. Yeah, it's just blood. Yeah. So I anyway, I can't watch people having a shot, even though I don't mind getting shots myself. Watching other people going, Boink! I can't. Yeah, do it. it's and my I just wife as an ex nurse is watching all of these things, and and she's she's a very expert shot giver, and she goes, "They're not doing that right." No. That one, they got it. You, you shouldn't be dimpling. That should not be a dimpling. Just go, boink. and then sometimes they go, you know, very slow, and sometimes they go too fast. And she's uh, offering her counsel on all of the shot giving. We're seeing a lot of shots. Yeah. And I heard uh, some comedians say that uh, it was tough for Vice President Pence to get a shot when he found out that you have to actually have short sleeve shirt to do it. Expose your arm. Yeah, I just feel like the media needs to not show the actual shot. You can pan away from that, but it's got to be making a lot of people uncomfortable. And then that's sort of defeating the purpose of people. We want them to get the vaccine. So now you're scaring people away by actually showing it. That doesn't make make sense. I kind of agree with you on that. Um, Some other observations, and then we'll move on to all these wonderful questions and comments from people. But I got to mention these things while I'm thinking about them. Um, I was in the library. I, I, I'm one of those guys old enough. And I know I never see too many kids in the library. Too many teenagers, except they're in, they're using the computers and stuff, which is great. But I go into the library as I have done since I was a little kid. I love, do you, do you, are you a library goer? 
Um, no, I know, a, I know you're a reader, but uh, I, yeah, I, I should go to the library, but I just feel like there's too much pressure to me. If I want to read a book when I want to read it, I'm going to read it. I don't like the clock ticking. The second I walk yeah, out of the library, it's like, I can't take that pressure. So if I oh, want to read, a, yeah. if I want to read a book, I'm going to order a used one on Amazon yeah. Or I'll go down to third place books here in Lake Forest Park and I'll buy a used one of, of it. But I, so I, you know, I don't spend that much money. I don't, I will never pay, you know, $27 for a brand new book, but I'll, I'll, I'll just buy it. Too much pressure. How, how long do they give you to read a book when you leave the three library? Weeks. At three my weeks. library, three weeks. And three then weeks? usually when I, That's when I renew it, I can usually get it renewed. So I've had a book up to nine weeks. But uh, if they say, no, you got to return it now because someone else wants it, then I'm all PO'd about it. Well, who else? <laughs> See, that's what I read? mean. It's like I, I, and I read three, usually I read three books at a time, depending on what mood I'm in. I'll read a, well, one a fiction. One your three eyes. Yeah. <laughs> for, for my personalities. I'll read a, I usually will read a biography. Uh, I will also read a, a philosophy. I like to read fictional biographies. Oh, <laughs> a yeah. philosophy philosophy or psychology sort of a book and then uh fiction some so that's i and i just bounce between the three so anyway so you go to you do go to the library and check books out oh yeah speaking of fiction uh i listen to fiction in my car i get those books on tape things you ever heard of those yeah (laughs) and uh so i that's they're not called books on tape anymore pat you're such an old well i know it's just a generic term there nobody has tapes Except me, of audio books is what they. Uh, and so I, uh, I, that's what I, I listen to fiction in the car, but otherwise it's always yeah. nonfiction or biographies all the time. Yeah, isn't that fascinating? Yeah, aren't you folks glad you tuned into this? Yeah. So the library. What were you going to say about the library? So I go into um, the library, and it used to be when I was a kid. That you could, they didn't even want you breathing hard in the library. You know, you couldn't go. And you couldn't have clacky shoes on. You had to have soft-soled sneakers. No clacky shoes. No jangly bangle bracelets. Now people talk at full volume in the library. No, You can't go anywhere uh, to get any peace and quiet anymore. Yeah. Why are you looking, by the way? You're looking over here. You're looking over. So I've got some screens up here that we're going to be talking about with our search results okay. for the Google thing. I so want to see your eyes. Just because I'm not staring, just because I'm not staring at you, doesn't mean I ain't well, listening. People are looking at you, and you look like you're dismissing them. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm looking at that guy. Oh, that guy. What about the guy right there? Look at him. Ooh, he didn't look so good, does he? Ooh, never mind. Forget what I just said. So this. There's a librarian helping somebody in the library. And I'm trying not to pay too much attention, but it's really loud. And I'm going to recreate the conversation. And it might sound funnier if I'm not on camera doing it. Sometimes things sound funnier because I, I wasn't looking at anybody. I just, this is what I heard. Hi, uh, I was looking for a murder book. Oh, okay. Uh, what kind of murders were you thinking of? Um, I mean, do you want gruesome murders? Do you want serial killer murders? Do you want um, accidental murders? What kind of murders? Well, 
Um, I'm not sure. Now, James Patterson, he writes about murders, but they're not usually too graphic. You want graphic murders? Yeah, I guess I do. I guess I want graphic murders. Um, and um, and if they could be um, like stabbings, that would be best. Okay, um, let's come over here. And this is the conversation I'm hearing at the at top volume. Uh, what kind of murder books do you want? Huh. Unbelievable. Yeah, it, was, it was fine, I guess. But did you have to, did I have to hear it all the way across the library like that? Don't think so. And then also, I overheard this conversation the other day. I'm getting, I'm leaving this grocery store and there's a, uh, a car in the parking lot near my car. And music is playing in the car and it is, uh, all I want, no, no, what is it? Um, oh, yeah. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. And it's so sweet. And yeah. this woman, while that music is playing on the radio, is saying, Jason, get in the car! I'm not, I'm not going to tell you again. Get in this car now! And may your days be bright. Get in the car! This is... Again, at full volume in the parking lot at the grocery. Merry Christmas. That's all I got. That's all yeah, I got. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's annoying. I try, and I, I really can't take it when people people are walking a lot more in my neighborhood and have been all year just because of cars are broken down or what? Well, just because of the Rona, man, they're at home. So they're doing a lot Ooh. more. People are, you know, you can't go to the park or anything. But they're walking past my house, yabbering on their cell phone at full volume. Yeah. Go talk somewhere else on your stupid cell phone. Don't be so, yamming. So you away. need to put signs up, uh, you know, right and left of your property and say, that, like a hospital zone. Do yeah. not talk on your no phone. Cell phones. You're going by Lisa Foster's house. Yeah. They resume once you get past it. But when you're in this area, do not speak. That would be nice. But I don't no. yammer all loud on my cell phone in public. I think that's or do you? Rude. Yeah. We're so unaware of ourselves. Um and maybe, I don't. I can guarantee you I don't. I think it's annoying, so well, I don't, don't do it. You don't have any you don't have anybody to call anyway, do you? That's that's true but didn't you didn't need to say it okay sorry we can edit that out it's all right can't we dave david tavrez can we no no editing it's out there okay so enough of my yammering those are some things Mm. i wanted to get off my copious chest now we have about 25 minutes here so let's do um, and by the way before we move on i didn't ask you this before but i'm assuming that did you want to wrap up our final episode of the year with a joke yeah actually i have i did a a little research and i have two jokes hey by the way your microphone uh i know that's a rodeo microphone but the e rodeo the o o has been rubbed off the end there you might want to yeah oh look at that okay something happened there i i thought about trying to get rid of this but it's all attached and i can't get this off so well yeah plus it's handy for ping pong yeah exactly so you want to read some of our questions comments uh i let me see if i even have it up i apologize i don't know if i've got them up here um so what's that nothing 
Okay. So um, Carla from Ravensdale. I don't know where that is. Do you know you where Ravensdale is? You shouldn't know where Ravensdale um, Ravensdale She's... is down in the neighborhood of Black Diamond, uh, Auburn country. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How have I never heard of that? Beautiful place. Teeny, little teeny tiny place? Well, yeah, comparatively. So comparatively, she sent in a comment, Carol. and here's her comment. Yay! That is all. That is her comment. So thank you, Carla, for sending And that says comment. it all, doesn't it? That says it, it really does. It really does. Uh, we also asked, what's that smell? And Carla said she believes it is pepperoni. Hmm. So. I'm not getting that. I'm not getting yeah. If it is I'm pepperoni, not. it's rancid. And yeah. I would throw it out <clears throat> if I was you. Darren, Darren from uh, Vernon, BC, from Canada. Hey, really? this reminds me. Do you know that we have a listener in Tokyo? Yes. I know. I know her. No, it's a guy. <laughs> See, you're lying to me. He might have transitioned. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so Darren is saying, his comment is, I was so disappointed that my recommendation for you to receive a Pulitzer didn't fly, mm. but I'll always be on your side. Uh, turning that pineapple upside down, cake right side up. So we do have to remind on. people to do that. Yeah, I guess we know who did win the Pulitzer, don't we? Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, oh, we just got a message here from Dave David Tavre, uh, Judy. Oh, yeah. I remember going to a pajama party at the mattress store years ago, and I had a blast meeting the two of you. Do you remember a pajama party at the mattress store? Yeah, that's uh, one of the pictures we had on our scrolling thing before the podcast. So mm. we had to do these live, um, I guess you'd call them promotions. So advertisers w- would buy ad time on the Pat Cashman morning show. And part of the deal was that we were supposed to show up in person and make an appearance and help promote the company or product or store. And one of, I don't even remember the mattress store. It was, I have no idea what mattress store it was, but we did a whole live broadcast from that mattress store. And we had everybody show up in their pajamas at the mattress store. And I have some pictures of us. I remember you and I did a remote at a waterbed store and I nearly drowned and you saved my life. So (laughs) thank you for that. Thank you for that. I remember it. Uh, Mouth to mouth. Sure. Okay. Wouldn't happen now. No. Um, (laughs) Because of the Rona. Oh, we, we used to have, we used to do remotes from bowling alleys. Remember? Uh, yep. More than once, and people would show up because it, it ours was a morning show that began around five six a.m. something like that, and people would show up at the bowling alley to play to to bowl in their pajamas. They bring their kids. Uh, mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Those were the yeah. best times. That that was a lot of fun. Yeah, really, that fun. was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, and, and we would get good crowds. Again, I I say again, uh, we didn't have. Maybe the ratings didn't uh, say that we had huge numbers of people, but the kind of people we got were classy people that came in their pajamas. Yeah. Who gets up at four in the morning and puts their pajamas on and goes to a bowling alley? Uh, or our listeners or did. Forgets their pajamas and comes Which to was really cool. Yeah. Do you Here's have a co- a, Go ahead. Do you have a copy of the questions and stuff? Did you I don't get have it? A, I don't have oh, all you of didn't? Them. Okay. No. Did you get the email from Miss Studley? Yes, I did. I got that one. I'm going to let Dudley, you handle that one. 
I used to play uh, a, the music of a guy, and it was such an obscure thing. I, there was no other radio station that gave as much airtime to a country singer named Dave Dudley as did I. I and I wasn't doing it. I, I mean, I, I wasn't really doing it to be a wise guy. I really liked Dave Dudley. He was kind of a honky-tonk, uh, semi-rock-and-roll uh, country guy and did songs that I guess you would consider politically incorrect. You would consider him semi-rock and roll? A little bit. He had a little bit of that honky-tonky, rocky sound in there. They were, that, they were wasn't big, that more like rockabilly? Isn't that sort of... I mean, yeah. when I think of rock and roll, I think of, you know, ACDC. And, well, that's heavy metal. <laughs> I guess I'm getting my genres mixed yeah. up. Yeah, Lawrence Well, that kind of thing. But he... Um, he, I just liked it. There's something in the sound of it. And, and he would sing songs that were like six days on the road, uh, two six packs to go, songs like that, that uh, for some reason, I've never been able to figure this out, you found offensive. Well, and, uh, now I wouldn't say the word, I wouldn't say offensive was my feeling about him. I just thought it was dumb. Hmm. I wasn't offended. Well, I, I would agree that I do it, think, intellectuals I do think, like you didn't like him. But I do think that it was his sort of thinly veiled misogynistic take on women and what they were there for. Oh, I mean, maybe that him, was a you little You have bit. him all wrong, Lisa. He was doing it with tongue in cheek. See? He was See, actually, I think you think you want him to be doing that, but I think he was for reals, man. I'm not saying which tongue and I'm not saying which cheek, but that's what I think his intention was. Hey, uh, uh, apropos of nothing, one of our recent podcasts, I unveiled a little device that I uh, found at the uh, secondhand store. And I wanted to show it to people because I could only describe it on our previous podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, there it's it the is. the Echo Machine. It's the Echo Machine. Pretty cool, huh? Isn't that great? Is that the best? I can't believe that your wife has not thrown that thing in the fireplace yet. Oh, she did. She did. But I, <laughs> I rescued it a couple of times. Um, let me recreate a scene for you now from Tom Sawyer. Or maybe it's Huckleberry Finn. Okay. Becky! Hey. Becky! Hey. Indian Joe is in here. Get out. Okay. I don't I don't think I've ever seen that movie, so that one was lost on me. It was also a book. But you can't hear an echo in the book, can you? Uh I think they used the word echo. Oh. <laughs> Just to let you know. Got it. Mr. Twain. Uh, got okay. It. So I, I'm glad I got to show people what that thing looks like. And it looks, it doesn't look like I imagined. So I am glad you showed that. Isn't that nice? It's and awesome. you know how much I paid for it? A dollar. A buck. One buck. One. You can't get your, your wife would pay, give you a hundred if you'd quit playing with it. You know that you could make a profit here. I suppose. I suppose you're right. <laughs> so back to Miss Dudley. Uh, Miss Dudley, uh, and we've never been able to verify this, but she claimed to be the sister of Dave Dudley. Right. Uh, the, the singer. And uh, and she did. She talked in kind of a, it was sort of a, it was a bit of a Southern voice, but it didn't, it's, you could also say she was 
also from Ravensdale because it was it was definitely south of Seattle. I never could. <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of high. She talked. She had a very high pitched voice. It was a very. I just remember being on. And I and I'm not criticizing her, but her uh, her command of the English language was a little challenged. Let's put it that way. Uh, you all, she said, <laughs> uh, you, Mrs. Cashman and Mystic Miss Foster. I, I don't know. Uh, who yeah. am I to say? But she has a number of questions here, and I don't know. Maybe you can answer some of them. Sorry for the spectacles here. Dollar store. Everything I buy is a dollar. This suit, a dollar. This that time, I believe. 98 cents. That I believe. Good. Finally. Finally, you're believing me. She said, do you miss Big City Radio and the fat checks? <laughs> um, I... I, I don't miss, I don't miss, I miss doing the work, but I don't miss the corporate and, and being so dependent on what I felt back then were arbitrary ratings, which was what the rating system was called, which was Arbitron. And I didn't like being at the mercy of what those numbers I never were. thought I, of that before. I, I, didn't, I, didn't do, I, didn't do, I didn't do my job any different on the days we had great ratings than I did on the days that we had bad ratings. So it bothered me that my employment was dependent on that. So that's just a really honest answer. Yeah. If you're a producer of a radio show, I mean, you and I both know producers that have been doing their job for 30, 35 years. Yeah. Uh, you can keep right on doing it. It almost, yeah. as a salesperson, in, unless you're not selling anything, right. you can keep your radio job forever. But when you're on the air, you are, um, you're a target. Let's, let's face it. I just felt if we had had the chance, you know, this is pathetic. I know I'm saying this, but uh, I, I remember talking to uh, the very successful Bob Rivers and his radio show. And he would always tell me, he said, you know, for the first eight years or so we were on the air, we got no ratings, nothing. Nobody listened to us. And then all of a sudden, after eight years, we started catching on and people, and then it grew and grew and grew. I always felt we never were on the radio more than three years at a stretch. Right. And so I just felt like we were on the cusp of busting through but it's word of mouth. And it, you said, then it suddenly just becomes exponential. And all of a sudden you're getting, uh, you're getting uh, ratings when you never had them before. At least I want to believe that it yeah. doesn't really matter to me. Not now. It, it, it doesn't really matter. It would be nice to have continued because I loved working with you and the other people uh, we got to share airtime with, including a lot of our listeners who became characters like the incredible surf dude and, um, Ego Joe and Miss Dudley and and so many others, but uh, that that was fun, and that was the the hallmark of the of the radio show for me. If I felt like if we were having fun, we were laughing, we were having a good time. Uh, people listening were too. Not everybody, yeah. but a lot Very of people true. had a good time because they could tell we were having a good time. It yeah. wasn't like we're punching a time clock and coming in and let's get this over with. And, it's almost 10 o'clock so we can go home. Yeah. Uh, I never I never wanted it to end. It was more, way more fun. I've said this to you before. I, I was lucky enough to get to do some television, including a TV show called Almost Live that was oh, on Oh, yeah. We have to plug your podcast, too. But I never enjoyed Almost Live nearly as much as I loved radio. Radio was instantaneous. 
Mm-hmm. It was it was all seat of the pants. You had to ad lib your way through things. You reacted to the news of the day, sometimes breaking news with no preparation, no chance to write down, you know, your real thoughts or mull things over. That's you just very true. Reacted, very true. and it was fun, and that that made it exciting and different every day. And it was yes, four like- hours of, of of unique content every single day. That's a lot. Yes. And a you lot. would come in and you didn't know what, what the yeah. day would hold. It could be yeah. nothing happened in particular that day, or it could be 9-11. You, you know, you never knew. And you yeah. had to react in real time to that. And, uh, and people liked it. What I remember best about the radio show, there are a handful of incidents that I remember, but... Uh, in general, it was that people loved hearing stories, not about politics, not about uh, philosophical questions, science and all of that. They liked stuff that was relatable to their own lives. And they liked being in on uh, on something. And, and I always cite the time that you were living in a condominium and you were looking across. I always think of it like the, the movie Rear Window where you're looking across a courtyard at another condominium and you would notice this woman walking out onto her deck, her lanai or whatever you want to call it. And then she would go into, she had, everybody had a shed on their, on their balcony. Am I correct? Correct. Yeah. It was a little into the shed, which outdoor storage area. Yeah. You would think it ostensibly would be a place where they might keep bicycles or garden implements or what have you. And she would go in there and close the door and be in that shed for, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. Yeah. She wouldn't just walk in and grab something and then head out. She'd be in there. You couldn't help noticing that. And you started commenting on it on a radio show and saying, what what is she doing in there? What do you imagine? And people would start calling in with these crazy, very funny speculations about what it could be. <laughs> uh, one of them I remember was that her dead husband is in there and she goes in there to taunt him to say, you, you never loved me. And that's why you're dead. And that's yeah. why I killed you. Yeah. Or, or there was some kind of other weird thing. And so... And that was funny enough, but then we take it the rest of the way, which is, is the pure satisfaction of a story. Let's find out what is in there. What is yeah, she doing in there? Yeah, exactly. And we got our uh, friend, Steve Wilson, to actually go to her house. I mean, we could have been arrested for this. It was an invasion of privacy big time. And um, uh, we got just some minutes left. We can't go overtime on this thing too much. But uh, he goes to our house and it's on live. So the, we had cell phones, at least in those days. So you can hear the conversation. He's inquiring to the woman, um, what, uh, what's going on in here? I mean, he, he, he had no right to do that. Right. But, and I remember being very uncomfortable with this whole idea, but it was fun. We wanted to know what the hell are you doing in there? We've, and and we didn't want to give you away either, but something's going on in here. Turned out it was re- relatively innocuous. So she was just going in there because her she had an elderly mother that she was taking care of and she needed some peace and quiet somewhere where she could go and study her nursing books because she was trying to become yeah. a medical nurse. That's all it was. But the fun of it was the shared experience with listeners 
and ourselves. That to me is what radio used to be, what it should be again. And uh, I just don't hear it anymore. It just yeah, I know. Yeah, I miss it. Uh, we have a question from Margaret in Port Ludlow. She says, what is your favorite part of being quarantined other than being able to day drink more? I love that term, to day drink more often. <laughs> uh, I, I think I get more time to uh, read, um, do things that I used to think I, uh, I, I gotta go, I gotta go be doing something else right now. I gotta work. I gotta make money. I gotta do this. And now just kind of put your feet up. Cause you can't, I can't work. I mean, I can't, I, I'm a, uh, occasional public speaker and MC and stuff. And I, that work just went away, uh, for almost a year now. So, uh, it, it lets me spend more time with my, uh, my dear one. And by my dear one, I mean, my dog and also my wife. Oh man. Ooh, yeah. That was a yeah. Dave W remark right there. Right. Uh, no, but it, it is, it's uh, it's great to finally, it just forces you to slow down. I know you're working like a banshee at home. I think but- my favorite part is that I, and I, you know, no judgment here, but I love the fact that you can wear the same pajamas for three days straight and nobody I, I love the fact that, yeah, see, there you go. I think your fly is open, by the way. Um, <laughs> I love the fact that you you wake up and you go, you know, I should take a shower. I should probably take a shower today, which is indicative of the fact that I sometimes forget when the last time I had one. Now, I do know that I took a Early shower. Early voluntary now. Yeah. Yeah. Daily showers are not, you know, they're not, they're strictly optional. By the way, we got about, <laughs> that's six, one, we got that's about one of the things I love. All right. Uh, so, um, yeah, I know we, we were, uh, I gotta get jokes in, uh, I know, but you ran on some tangents. We, we got to finish up our questions here. Hey, so Ray, how uh, hard is this out in an hour? Well, I got other stuff to do, so I got to head out. So oh, I know you, I know you're the busiest. <laughs> I'm pretty busy. Um, you and uh, our president. Yeah. Uh, what time is your tea time, by the way? Better get going. Uh, 10 minutes, Dave, something like that. I mean, is he going to just pull the plug when it's uh, no. one nope. o'clock? You guys... he'll, give us a, he'll give us a countdown. So No, there's no countdown. When you guys ended, I will That's Dave. close the show. Can you hear Dave, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right, so we we won't uh, tarry any longer. I can't believe how quickly this has gone by. Lisa, go ahead. Uh, all right, so the uh, so we have another. Miss um, Dudley asked, by the way, how is you? How yeah. is you? How is how is you? I is good. How is all of you? Uh, read any good telephone books lately? A lot of good questions. We we stupidly set this up and then I blathered away and we that's all right all these questions but thank that's you that's all right yeah them nonetheless and you you guys can always send us comments um and questions too um we had a problem with our email because I screwed stuff up <laughs> <laughs> I screwed it up we haven't been getting our emails for about a year oh is that right because I wondered why we never got any emails I thought Jeez, it's, my it's my fault. It's my fault. And I'm, yes, it is. No, no, it's no, no, it is it, my that's fault. That's quite a rock you have on your finger there. Could you show that to the camera? 
What is that? That's beautiful. Um, is it real or is it from Cracker mm-hmm. Jack? This is what I'm telling you. Like the the podcast contributors, oh, I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah. Sweet. I wear this all the time, even in the shower when I take a shower every four or five days, and I wear it with my pajamas. <laughs> I have it won't pajama hurt a ring if it gets wet so. once every four or five days. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't Here's matter from, at all. Uh, Donna Taylor, who's uh, uh, the wife scene of queen surf dude. Yeah, she she's got a million questions. Queenie, let me quickly go. I don't know any. But 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 what before you do that, let me just let me just let me just finish what I was going to say, which we'll is never get to if it. You guys want to send us any emails, which are now working, which I'm sorry, Ooh, we will read them. So comments at peculiarpodcast.com is where you can send us an email comments at peculiarpodcast.com if you did that ladies and gentlemen we would not have to prepare any of my lame material we just read your questions and then we'd all be the better for it so please do that please please uh anyway let me read at least one question of the many that donna taylor sorry i gotta use these it's one dollar one dollar one dollar um when did you, well, I, I like this question. Uh, when did you start working together? Oh. Do you remember? I do. It was 1991. Was it 91? It was 91. Oh. Not 1891. Jeez. It was 1991. And Jeez. I had just come up here from uh, California. Sacramento. And I landed a traffic reporting job. And one of my very first, I was very green. I didn't know what I was doing and I never did ever figure out what to do on radio, but you were always very patient with me. And one of the first on-air jobs I got was doing traffic for, uh, King 1090. Now you weren't the morning anchor then. Uh, I can't remember who the mor- weekends. Yeah. I don't know who the morning guy was back then, but he passed Tony. away. He died. Oh, oh, oh uh, um, do you was, remember? Uh, Hardwell. Robert oh, yes. Hardwell. So yeah. I, I did traffic reporting um, for him and then he passed away and then you stepped in. Bob Hardwick like, oh. was a legendary Seattle yeah. radio yeah. broadcaster that we couldn't, that I couldn't hold a candle to. So right. to take his position was unreal to me, but so you, yeah. so you were, I, I was doing traffic for some other stations as well. And I always knew as a traffic reporter that you just sort of, if, if the, if the, the talent, you being the talent, if they invited you into play in the sandbox, then you, you did. But if they didn't invite you to play in the sandbox, meaning interact with the, a lot of a lot of the talent never interacted with the traffic reporter. They'd say, "All right, let's go, Lisa Foster, for traffic," and you know, I'd be I do my thing. And yeah, they treated you like surfs. <laughs> yeah, like we were like, well, we were. We we're at the bottom of the broadcast chain. We're just, but I got to tell you, I loved traffic reporting. Was one of my favorite jobs. Always has been, and it was one of my favorite jobs with you because you always invited me in to play in the sandbox with yeah. whatever topics you guys were talking about. And I would sort of venture in. And I, I think we found this kind of weird little chemistry through No that. doubt about it. But and, you know, that wouldn't, that wouldn't have happened, Lisa, if you didn't sh- display lots of wit just doing your traffic report. Yeah, uh, I, I had a lot of fun just being that. creative with that. So I guess then you said, well, maybe we should talk to her some more. And I'm like, yay. So were, yeah, that's it. You were Lisa Foster on that radio station. But because you were on multiple radio stations, you had to have 
uh, non-deplumes, uh, pseudonyms on other stations. Do you remember what the other Correct. name Oh, yes, I do. I had what's it was interesting because King 1090 wanted to own my name as their brand. And if I'd thought about it, I would have negotiated way more money. Yeah, way more money. I didn't think about it. So all the other stations, then they wanted a different name. So I was my most uh, talked about was Kendall Elliott. She was on on the end. And still people today remember her. This was 20 years, 25 years ago, Pat. 30 years ago. Years, 30 years ago. Yeah. And then I was Lisa Hunter. Oh. I was Christine Russell on KISW. Uh, <laughs> and then one of my favorites was Muffy the Traffic Maiden on Cube That's great. I mean, how did you know what station you were on at any given you time? Had a, you had a little flip book. I don't have any right now, but you had a like a card flip book. And so I had to have your outro because you had a specific, and that's Traffic and Weather Together on King 1090. I'm Lisa Fye. So you had to have everything written out, and then you'd flip your book to the next thing. And sometimes I was on the wrong page. Yeah, but not very often. You were great. Not very often. I'm pretty organized. I heard other traffic people screw it up all the time, but you were you were solid. But I well, still I still have those you. dreams though that you throw to me. That, and oh, I never have dreams about any other person I worked in radio but you. But I have dreams that you throw to me. All right, we're gonna go to Lisa for traffic, and I don't know what the traffic is. I'm like, I don't know what it is. You know it's why a you stress have dreams dream. about me? Because I'm so dreamy. Um I got two jokes for you. I know we're overtime, Dave. David Tavre. Can I tell these jokes, Dave? Is it okay? Oh, normally, I would stretch these You're out. You're fine. You can go as long as you like. Okay, we're fine, he says. Okay, I love you, Dave. I do, too, by the way. That's, uh, this guy is so incredible, Lisa. He just does so much. I'll have us. to meet him sometime. Yeah, you should. They so so many nice things about him. You're going to love him. Get two jokes for you, okay? You know what? Next time we do this podcast, you're gonna do the joke. Oh, Why don't I'm a you? Bad, I'm a bad joke teller. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm a Next ter- time. You're the best, and here's why you're the best because you do the, you do the good voices. With the joke, when I tell a joke, I don't even do the voices. I just like to, and so I'll, I'll go. And so then the old guy said, Hey, Margaret, what are you doing out there? And you, when you do the joke, you go, So the old guy said, Hey, Margaret, what are you doing out there? Well, that's a great voice right there. You can do it. You can do it. You know, you can. And my voices are all the same anyway. No, they so, aren't. That's what's so great. Well, you're very kind, but. Okay, so I, I will know. if you ever want me to try it, I'll do it. But you're gonna really be sorry. You're gonna no, be I don't think so. I don't think so. Me. Funny is funny. Uh, by the way, see this picture? That's Duke Ellington and um, Benny Goodman, and you can't quite see it in this picture, but they're listening. They're sitting in a nightclub and they're listening to Ella Fitzgerald, and both of those guys are absolutely enchanted. She was probably the greatest female singer, or I'm not even going to qualify it with female ever. But the second best might have been Frank Sinatra behind me. God, I love that music. Yeah. Can never. Okay. It'll never. We'll be listening to 500 years from now. Okay. Focus. Here we go. An old man. No, 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 no. (laughs) I can do that part. Okay. I could see, I could have edited that out. Uh, A guy. Uh, has just come into a whole bunch of money and he decides I'm going to get the car I've always wanted. And he's seen this car called the fantasy 3000 
and it costs a million dollars. And he said, I don't care how much it costs. I'm getting that car. You know how fast that car could go, Lisa? 270 miles an hour. Wow. It's incredible. Does a jet even go that fast? I don't think so. This is a, this is the fastest car ever. Wow. So he buys the car and he's driving it around. He's not getting the 270 because, you know, he's got to watch the speed limits and stuff, but he knows he's got that under the hood. And he comes up to an old man. They're, they're at a stoplight and the old man, how's it going over there? Like your voice. That's a good old C. That's a good old. Here's the deal with you, though. I mean to stop your joke, but you can do like five different old man. I can only do one old man. So continue. Okay. Old man. And the old man's on a Vespa. You know what those are? Those yeah. Are little- a scooter. A little Italian scooter. Yeah. He's on a Vespa. They're they're looking at each other. And the old guy says, hey, that looks like a pretty fast car over here. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fast. Faster than your crummy little Vespa. I'll tell you that. This car can do 270. Yeah, yeah, good for you. I bet I could keep up with you if I wanted to. No, no, not a chance, old man. And they peel out. And the guy in the uh, in the Fantasy 3000, he's just, he's flooring that thing. He's going 270 as fast as he can. And you can see the old guy in his rear view mirror trying to trying to keep up. And he suddenly comes to uh the, the guy in the in the car suddenly comes to a stop and he notices as he stops that the little Vespa guy is coming towards him really fast. He can't believe he's coming at him that fast. And then uh, uh, then the, the guy in the Vespa, the old man, he go smacks right in to the back end of the car. And and the guy gets out of his car and he says, old man, what's going on? And the old guy says, could you unhook my suspenders from your side mirror? Okay, that's one joke. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. That was funny. All right, here's the remaining joke, if you will. Um, let's say it's you. It's you. Okay, this this joke's about you. And you have an agent. You have an agent that you're paying two hundred dollars a month to get work for you. And so you actually a deal. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you go to your agent's uh, office all the time, or you're calling them on the phone, and you're saying, "Hey, you got any work for me? Anything coming over the transom? You got any jobs for me?" And And the agent goes, "Well, I'll tell you this much, Miss Foster. They're talking about you." They are talking about you. And then he hangs up. Then you call him again. Maybe now his fee is two fifty a month. Mm. You call him up and say, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Do you got any work for me? He goes, no, no, well, I don't really have anything in the popper right now, but they're talking about you. Oh, oh, they're talking about you. You go, okay, great. So then another three weeks go by and now his fee is 300 bucks a month and he's gotten you nothing. And, and you call him up and you say, look, um, I'm paying you 300 bucks a month. Do you have any work at all for me? What do you think he says, Lisa? He says, they're talking about you. Talking about me. Ooh, they're talking about you. And you go, yeah. Well, what are they talking about? What are they saying? And he says, they're asking me, whatever happened to Pat Cashman? That's about the size of it. Very nice. 
Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Happy this New Year, 2020. Podcast. Don't this let the door on. hit you in the ass on the way out. How about yes. that? And the podcast will be on our regular podcast website. This audio will be. And no, the whole video, everything. everything. In 2021, we'll see you later. Yeah. Thank you so much for your... Cheers. <laughs> for listening and yeah. paying attention and... Okay. See ya. This stuff's starting to kick in. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace. Or pursue your present course and face obliteration.